Hello, hello. Welcome to the On My Mind podcast, the podcast where I talk about the different things that go on in my head. And spoiler alert, there's a lot of thoughts that go on in here. And I feel like for the most part, I kind of talk about anything, not really everything, just because I've got to keep my digital footprint in mind, which I feel like some people forget on the internet these days that digital footprints are definitely a real thing and stuff you put on the internet lasts forever. So I keep that in mind. But for the most part, I feel like this is my cozy platform where I kind of just talk about anything, which I love. So thanks for tuning in and listening today. The last two weeks for me have been very hectic and busy. I feel like life has just been very good, but also there's just been a lot going on, which I'm really happy about. We just had a Sunglow drop happen, which is so exciting. Sunglow is the small business that I started back in the summer, and we just had our first launch of 2023 happen, which is our spring collection. If you want to check it out, it's so, so cute. Definitely go take a look on our social socials. The website looks super cute. It's shopsunglow.com. We came out with quite a few new pieces, five new apparel pieces, some super cute accessories. We also launched the cutest cup, which if you're a drink girl like me, it will make all of your drinks super cute and aesthetic, very photo worthy. So I'm really happy about that. I feel like any week that there's launch coming up, it's just always hectic because we're running around. I say we, it's literally just me, but I'm running around trying to get content. I had two photo shoots happen, which were so successful. I'm obsessed with all the photos. And I just feel like the last few weeks I've been very social and I've been really happy. I feel like I've been keeping a pretty good work life, social, but also me time balance, which sometimes I have a little bit of a struggle juggling all of those different things, but I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job. And it's not always like that. I feel like sometimes my balance gets out of whack, which is totally normal, but I've been feeling really, really good lately. To catch you up to speed, in recent events, what has happened? Uh, well, first of all, I hard launched my relationship, which if you listen to the episode I did with Micah, my boyfriend, you would know that I really had no plans to hard launch him. I was having fun doing little sneak peeks and keeping it private, which I still very much do keep it private. Obviously, now that I've posted him, you all know what he looks like great, amazing. He finally made an appearance in my latest YouTube vlog, which was really fun. And I feel like there's definitely a sense of relief that came with it because me trying not to make a big deal out of this whole relationship has made it into a big deal. Like me trying to keep it private and on the low just made it into such a big deal. And there was just one day we were together and I looked at him and I was like, honestly, today's the day. If you're ready for this, I'm ready for this. I kind of just want to post it and do the damn thing. And we were like, yeah, let's just do it. So I posted it and boy, oh boy, did you all eat up that content that I posted? I posted a few of our like TikTok drafts because let me tell you, I've kept this relationship a really good, not so much a secret, but I've kept all the stuff hidden. And so I just have drafts on drafts, photos on photos that have never seen the light of day. And so I posted a few TikToks, posted an Instagram and was like, boom, hard launch, done. Let's just get this over with because I feel like it was just stressing me out that in a way I felt like I almost couldn't do my job because I'm with him so often that it would be hard to vlog or just do what I do because I share my life. And if someone's such a big part of my life, it's hard when I wasn't showing that. So I did that. You all ate up that content, which was really funny because we honestly spent that whole quote unquote launch day, just reading comments. There was hundreds and hundreds of them. And so we were just reading comments, laughing, like looking at them, just having fun with it. And I guess it's safe to say you guys really like the relationship content because all the content I've posted from it has just done very well. So was that a business decision? 
<laughs> the world may never know. I'm just kidding. But I will say the engagement did pop off and I'm not mad about it. So that did indeed happen. I finally hopped back on the YouTube train, which I never even intentionally did. I kind of took like a three week break. I think there was three weeks that I didn't post on YouTube, which doesn't really happen too often, but there was just things that came up. And so I never had anything to post. I was sick. And so all that added up and I was off of YouTube for a bit, but I'm back, which feels so good. I've been loving YouTube and vlogging. It's been making me so, so happy. And I feel like since I've been doing it for so long, I'm coming up on 10 years at the end of this year. Sometimes I go through phases where I just feel like I'm in a creative rut with my videos and I feel like I've found a style that really makes me happy and keeps me motivated to keep doing it, which sounds super silly, but I feel like I've just been doing it so long that I sometimes just go through those phases where I'm like, what am I doing? What do people like? But also what do I like? And so just keeping it simple and vlogging has been very fun lately. And I don't know, I just feel like sometimes I would psych myself out a little bit and be like, oh, it has to be perfect. It has to be a production. But even from a viewer standpoint, I feel like as a YouTube viewer myself, I love to watch vlogs. I like the more simple stuff. And so I've decided to kind of just do that with my own channel. And given I still like to make things pretty and put a lot of effort into my videos, there is a point where I would take 15 to 20 hours to edit a video. And I think that was just doing far too much. At the time, I really liked it, but it definitely kind of burnt me out rather quickly. But I feel like lately I've found a good groove where it takes maybe three hours tops, four hours tops to edit a video. So if you haven't watched my latest vlogs, definitely go check it out. I'm back on YouTube, even though I never really quite left. But I don't know, it's always funny because I remember seeing DMs that were like, Ava, where are you? when I missed a week, which I thought was funny. I was like, guys, I promise I'm still existing. I exist on other platforms too, because even though my YouTube stuff kind of, I don't want to say fell off because it didn't fell off. I just didn't post for three weeks. I was still obviously on the podcast, posting on Instagram and TikTok. So if you ever feel like you're missing me on one platform, you bet your bottom dollar, you will find me posting on another. And I feel like I don't know why I'm hopping into this whole conversation right now, but I've talked about this with my friends. I feel like there's never been a time where I feel like I'm thriving and just doing the most on every platform all at once. I feel like if I'm super consistent with YouTube, it's maybe my TikTok that doesn't get posted on, or if I'm really on it with the podcast, something else, you know, takes a little bit of a back burner. It's kind of hard for me to prioritize all at, all of them all at once, which I'm trying to figure out a good balance of because obviously I want to be active on all platforms and I am, but doing all that at the same time, sometimes I just feel a little creatively burnt from it. And so that's my next mission to figure out a good balance between all of that. Also, I just realized this because I was looking at my calendar today. We are almost at one year on this podcast, which is so crazy. I cannot believe I've been doing this for almost a full calendar year, which is nuts to me. And I'm so grateful for it because I feel like this is just my cozy platform. I feel like we talk about whatever, anything on here and I just love our little community so much. I appreciate all of you listening and tuning in. It means the world to me. So our one year anniversary together is coming up, which is a very big deal. We're definitely going to have to celebrate. Other than that, that's kind of been my life lately. Coming up, I have a really fun trip planned with Micah. We're going to an outer island, which I'm so excited about because we've never traveled together. So it'll be our first time traveling together, our first trip together, which is going to be so special. I know we're going to make super amazing memories. We're going to island hop, which is one of my favorite things to do, something I don't do that much. I'm really looking forward to. I'm going to vlog the trip, which will be very fun. So stay on the lookout for that. But anyway, today's episode, I wanted to just answer some questions because I feel like sometimes in these episodes, we talk about stuff, but I don't, even though this is a podcast, 
and it's a solo podcast by me, sometimes I'm like, all right, I want to do a little Q&A here and there so you guys really feel like you know me because a lot of the times in these episodes we're talking about certain topics and so I thought it'd be time to do another little Q&A. I've done similar episodes to these before, but I asked you all on the podcast Instagram to ask me questions, anything you want to know about me or any questions you have for me. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to get extra close, even closer than we are. So I'm really excited to read these questions. I haven't looked at them yet. If you want to participate in future episodes, definitely make sure you follow the podcast Instagram. And with that being said, let's get into these questions. Everyone's wellness journey looks a little different, but I'm sure one thing we can all relate to is having something that holds us back, whether it's difficulty trying to find time, trouble finding classes that we like, or just the anxiety and pressure of trying to be our best selves. Up until now, something's always been standing in my way of achieving my wellness goals, but then I found Aloe Moves. Aloe Moves is a streaming on-demand wellness platform that features yoga practices, fitness routines, meditation sessions, and so much more from one of my favorite brands, Aloe Yoga. All of their quality studio style classes inspire me to take care of my whole being from mind body and spirit so that I can go out into the world and do what I do best they've got something for everyone from beginner to advanced yoga to bar pilates cardio and hit classes they also have relaxing guided meditations sound baths and breath work I love that there's more than just fitness to aloe moves you got to check out their gua sha dry brushing face yoga nutrition classes and so much more and the best part is that you need little to no equipment aloe moves has tons of fresh content with over 100 new classes added every month plus over 3,000 classes for every level beginner to advanced because all the classes are on demand I love how Aloe Moves fits into my schedule so when I'm short on time they have meditation and fitness classes for when I need to squeeze in a little something and it's not just me that's loving Aloe Moves it was voted best wellness app of 2022 by InStyle Magazine and best yoga app of 2023 by Women's Health for a limited time Aloe Moves is offering my listeners a free 30-day trial plus 50% off an annual membership, but you can only get it by going to alomoves.com and use code MIND in all caps. That's A-L-O-Moves.com and all caps code MIND to get a free 30-day trial plus 50% off, 50% off an annual membership. Alomoves.com, code MIND, all caps. Definitely give it a try. How's life in general lately? Lately, I feel like life has been very good, very full. I feel like I've had a very full life lately. Lots of new friends. I've been making a lot of new connections and friendships lately, which has been so nice. And it's so cool because a lot of that is due to my relationship and meeting his friends, girlfriends, and becoming friends with them on my own, making new friendships that way. And also even just getting closer with my existing friends, which makes me so happy. I feel like there's been times where I've isolated myself from being super social. And I've talked about this before, but I feel like there's been periods where I would be super, super social or just absolutely not and kind of go off on the deep end of either, which, you know, there's got to be a balance in everything in life. And I feel like lately I've had a good balance of social time, friendship time, but also me time and prioritizing all of the different things in my life. And sometimes I feel like the balance definitely gets a little bit thrown off, especially as I add new aspects into my life. Overall, I've been a lot busier, but I'm very happy about it. I, I definitely thrive with busyness, not anything too crazy, but I've been feeling very happy. So thank you for asking. Has it ever crossed your mind to do a complete career change and not just a break? Ooh, honestly, 
Never. I have never genuinely sat down and asked myself, is this what I want to do? I feel like for me, there's been no doubt that this is what I want. It's my dream. And it kind of just happened. I didn't go into this being like, oh, I want to be a full-time content creator. I want to do influencing full-time. That was never the case. It kind of just fell into, not I want to say fell into my lap because like I said, I've been doing this for years and years and years. But what I mean by that is I didn't start doing this with the intention of it becoming a job. When I started, I didn't even know there was money to be made on social media. And so in that way, it just happened. I'm really happy the way that it happened so organically because it just feels so natural and I'm really grateful for the opportunity to do this, but I've never really thought to do anything different. I mean, there's obviously thoughts that go through my head of, okay, where is this going to take me in the next two years, five years, even 10 years down the road. And once it gets to like the five, 10 year mark, I don't know what this is going to look like for me. I really don't have too much of a plan. I don't really have much of a plan B. This is kind of my plan A and I'm going to make this work and whatever this transforms into, whatever I lean into into the future, I feel like I know I'm going to be doing something creative. I know that I'm going to be in this similar type of industry. Well, I think I know, but you can never really know because you can only plan your life out so much. But right now, I don't see myself doing anything else. And honestly, it's hard to imagine my life and what that would look like with any other job. It's hard to imagine my life not doing this because it's been a part of my life for more than half of my life at this point, almost more than half of my life. And I still love what I do. I feel like I love it more and more each year. Expanding into different areas has been super fun. Like starting this podcast was really a breath of fresh air to do something new. Starting a business has been so eye-opening because I've learned so much about that. And so since I'm happy and I'm content and I feel like there's room for me to grow, I don't think I've I've finished up in this realm quite yet. Do you have a tendency to worry about the future or do you live in the moment? (laughs) I feel like ideally I would love to just live in the moment all the time and I try to do that, but sometimes my anxieties of the future definitely get in the way of that and it's really hard for it not to sometimes just because I tend to overthink things that could happen that usually don't happen, but I used to be, I'm going to say used to be because I'm really trying to change this. I don't want to claim the identity that I am this, but I used to be the type of person that would be like, oh, what if this? What if that? I used to flood my mind with so many what ifs that it just ate away at my life and it made me feel so scared and worried about the future. And so something that has really helped me with that whole mindset was kind of shifting that and being like, okay, instead of asking myself, what if, what if, what if this happens? What if that happens? Ask myself, what is? what is true, what is now. And even just that little simple shift has been so helpful just because I can't, you can't worry about the things that could happen because theoretically anything could happen. And if you think about all the possible different outcomes, you're going to drive yourself into madness. And I feel like I've done that to myself. So I just remind myself what is, what is true, what is here and what is now. And that kind of helps me live more in the present moment, which is honestly something I'm always working on to just be here and be now. What is your favorite quote? Hmm, There's a lot that I definitely enjoy, but one that's been resonating recently is everything that happens to you ends up working out for you somehow, some way in the long run. That's not the exact quote, but Micah shared that with me a while ago because we were talking about how sometimes the quote, everything happens for a reason, doesn't really always make sense because sometimes bad things just happen. 
awful things happen in the world or to people around us or to us. And it's kind of hard to justify that and be like, oh, everything happens for a reason. Like this horrible, horrible thing happened to me for a reason. It can be hard for that to feel true. And so in turn, on the other end of things, everything that happens to you somehow ends up working out for you. That just means whatever goes on in your life, whatever goes on around you, it'll all work out to work for you somehow, some way. And I feel like that definitely resonates with me a lot just because even when really terrible things happen, later down the road, it all comes to a full circle. And it's like, okay, even though something really bad happened, this is the positive that came from it. So that one I really, really have been liking lately. How is life on Oahu? Would you live anywhere else? Huh, huh, huh. Would I live anywhere else? There's definitely been times where I thought I was going to move to LA back in the day when I was a teenager and that was the thing for YouTubers to move to LA. I had a full plan. I made a full PowerPoint presentation to present to my parents on why I need to move to LA, which thank goodness that didn't work out. And at the time I was just crushed. I was like, I need to live here. And everything that happens to you ends up working out for you. I'm so glad that that didn't happen because... My life would definitely be so different now and I love the way my life is and everything that has happened since has just fallen into place because I stayed here. I haven't ever lived anywhere other than Oahu and I am definitely not marking that off because never say never, you just never know where life is going to take you. But my plan for right now is to stay in Hawaii. I really want to keep building a life here. And I would love to spend time in other places, but right now I don't see myself full-time living anywhere else. I don't see myself not ever having a home here. I think I will always have a home in Hawaii. That's the dream. And I really hope that in the future, once I find a place that is my own, not like an apartment that I rent, once I find a home and I kind of settle into that, I feel like it would open up opportunities for me to spend time in other places You never know what's going to happen. I love New York. I would see myself being there for like a month or something or spending an extended period of time there. But I I don't see myself not living in Hawaii ever. And I don't know where life is going to go, obviously, but I love living here. It's definitely going to be interesting to see where life takes me in the next few years, just because I feel like these years are kind of the years of my life where I'm figuring everything out. But I enjoy living here. My whole life is here. I grew up here. My family's here. My friends are here. So right now and in the foreseeable future, I don't see myself leaving Hawaii, Oahu specifically, but just Hawaii in general. I love it here. It's my home and it's kind of where I plan to stay. Minimalist meets luxury, classic but comfortable. If this sounds like your style, then I know you're going to love Jenny Kane. Jenny Kane is inspired by that California living, simple, stylish, and effortlessly chic. They are designed to make you feel as good as you look. Obviously, working from home, I don't necessarily need to dress up every day, but I still love to put myself together every now and then, you know, look good, feel good. Putting in that extra effort definitely makes a difference. And with these elevated everyday basics, I definitely do. Specifically, the Jenny Kane classic shirt, a cute little button up, which you all know I die for. I'm wearing a button up as I'm recording this right now. It's lightweight and luxe, perfect for work days or weekends. With a focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs, these are truly pieces that will never go out of style. And I love that you will have them for years and years on end. I was introduced to Jenny Kane for my sister actually. She gifted me a piece from them. It's a beautiful gray cardigan. It is the softest material ever and I'm so obsessed with it. She gifted it to me for Christmas and I know she's loved it for a while 
while. So find your forever pieces at jennykane.com. My listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code MIND at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code MIND. The brand go-to for all season staples. Treat yourself because you deserve it. How has your mental health journey changed since the start of the new year? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, this year has just been different for me in a lot of ways. There's been a lot of changes that have happened in my life. And also, I haven't really talked about this anywhere, but I recently started my therapy again, going to therapy, which I'm really happy about. It's been a few years since I've gone to therapy, and it's something I decided I wanted to do last year, honestly, a long time ago, I have thought about it and I've just pushed it off being like, I'll do it later, do it later. And recently I was like, all right, I keep talking about this. This is something I want to prioritize for myself. There's things I want to work through. There's things I want to talk about. There's just things that I want to work on for myself. And so I had my first therapy session, my first one in quite a while, a few weeks ago. And that even just that one session helped drastically in the sense that, yes, I still have more work to do, but it was also just reaffirming that therapy is transformative and amazing. And I'm looking forward to continuing to do that, continuing to pour into myself. And I'm really glad I took the leap to start doing that for myself again, because I feel like since I put it off for so long, it almost built a resistance towards it because I had just had it. It was a thought in my head to do it for a while and I kept putting it off. So I was almost just freaking myself out about it and talking myself out about it. But taking the leap was the best thing I did. And I'm really happy about it. I'm really looking forward to continuing to grow and work on myself and figure things out because eh, that's part of the journey of life. And it's obviously a lifelong journey of figuring shit out. But that has been something that I'm really glad that I have started doing again. And I'm looking forward to continue that and see where it takes me. How do you manage your personal versus work life? There's definitely a little bit of a crossover with that because my work life is my personal life. However, my personal life isn't my work life. So sometimes it's interesting trying to navigate what I want to share, what's okay to share, what things I want to keep personal to me and not put on the internet. And that's definitely a hard thing that I have to kind of figure out as I go along, just because obviously there's things that I don't want to or shouldn't maybe share on the internet. For example, things that are very personal to me or like my relationship, for example, even though I started posting my relationship more, that's definitely something that I want to continue to keep more private. Because for me, it's like I can share what we do and post silly little photos, but I don't think it needs to be more than that right now. And in general, sometimes it's hard to separate personal and work life because it interlaps or interlaps. I don't even know if that's the word I'm looking for, but it overlaps so much with each other that it's something I kind of try to figure out along the way. I think I've done a pretty good job at that, but definitely there's times where I feel like because I don't share certain things, I'm like, oh, is there a disconnect right now because I'm not sharing this? But I just have to remember that I'm allowed to share what I want to share and it's kind of up to me to figure that out. I try to remind myself that it's good and important to have that separation, even though sometimes the lines get a little blurry. Ooh, this one's interesting. 
When you were single, did you have any non-negotiables that you wouldn't put up with? Yes. I talked about this in my last episode, Life-Changing Journal Prompts. I talked about how I made a whole list when I was single of what I was looking for in my person, in my partner, things that were non-negotiables to me. And I made this list. This is the first time I've done something like this. And I was like, I'm not going to budge on these things. I'm allowed to be picky. So I'm going to be picky. And when I was writing down this list, I had like 15, 16, however many things that I wrote down that in my head, I'm like, these are non-negotiables and I'm not budging on it. And that's not a wrong thing to do because I have a standard for myself and I want to set the standard and I don't want to quote unquote settle because I have a really good idea of what I want and what I need. So I wrote down that list and I talked about it in that last episode, but it's crazy because after making that list, it was nuts to see how much I really internalized that and just would not accept anything less. And so the relationship I'm in now, it was crazy. I remember one of the first times we hung out with each other, we were having a really, uh, for lack of better words, deep conversation. And he ended up asking me, oh, what is something you look for in your partner? What are your your non-negotiables? And it's funny because I was like, huh, funny you asked that because I literally wrote down a list. And it was funny because that list was from months and months and months before. And it was the first time kind of reading it in a while. And I was reading this list in my head in front of him because I had it in my notes app and I was looking at him and I was like, whoa, you're crossing off a lot of these things. And given we were just getting to know each other, so I didn't know him as well as I do now. But so many of those things were crossed off. And I was like, wow, I feel like I almost manifested this just because it was in my train of thought. I knew this is what I wanted, what I needed, and I wouldn't settle for anything less than that. So yes, I do have non-negotiables. I'll share a few. I'm not going to read the whole list, but these were some that I had initially wrote down. Independent has his own thing going on, which is very important to me. I want someone I needed someone who's independent had their own life I never want to feel too codependent with someone obviously when you're in a relationship you do coexist with each other a lot but I think having separate lives and separate things going for you is very very important so that was one good at communicating was also another which is so important because a lot of people don't know how to communicate their thoughts they don't know how to communicate through issues and problems and that can just be really messy down the road especially when you're dealing with arguments and you know disagreements I feel like sometimes people just don't know how to communicate and that can really cause rifts in a relationship and that's something that I knew I needed from someone with someone who could be good at communicating was willing to communicate that builds such a good foundation for a relationship, any relationship, not even just romantic, but platonic as well. And another one that I put down, which was definitely high on the list, was emotional maturity, which is so important and something that I feel like I've worked on within myself and something I needed from someone else. Let's see your emotional maturity. Are our frontal lobes fully developed yet? No, I think for women it happens at 25 and I think for men it happens a little later. I'm not expecting someone to be perfect here, but emotional maturity is definitely something that I was like, I need someone who knows how to handle their emotions and are mature about it. There's a lot more on this list, obviously, but I highly recommend doing that. Write out your non-negotiables. I feel like this is such a good like exercise to do if you're not in a relationship because if you put it out into the world, put it out there, put it on paper, put it in your notes app, what do you want? What do you need? What are you not budging on? I swear that's what you start to welcome into your life. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
we are constantly growing and changing and this is something that I've realized since getting older and honestly a lot in the last year since living alone. Getting to know yourself is a lifelong journey that never ends and that is where better help comes in. There are so many things we don't quite understand about ourselves. We don't know what we want or why we react to things a certain way or just don't know how to process the things that we hold on to. But with therapy, it can really help you learn things about yourself. It's a true journey of self-discovery. I think that no matter what season of life you're in or whatever age that you are, therapy is beneficial. Personally, when I really needed someone to talk to, it was so nice to have an unbiased outside perspective to give advice and guidance. So for me, therapy has been a really positive and powerful experience, and I've definitely seen firsthand with people in my life how transformative it can be. So if you're looking to start your journey of self-discovery, then BetterHelp is for you. It's entirely online, which for us busy girlies is ideal. It's convenient, flexible, and on your schedule. A brief questionnaire is all it takes to get matched with a licensed therapist, and if it's not the right match right away, then no worries because you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com mind today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com mind. Definitely check it out. How are you doing at this exact moment in time? I'm not going to lie. I'm very happy to be recording the podcast and hanging out with you. However, my stomach is really hurting. And the last thing I remember eating was a salad kit. I don't know how long it's been sitting in my refrigerator, though. So I don't know if that's it, but my stomach is hurting. And so, oh, maybe it was that plus the coffee I drank. I don't know. But there's there's some issues going on in my body and my stomach hurts. But mentally, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. So I'm just kind of hoping it'll pass and I'm kind of trying to forget about it right now, but that's that's currently how I'm genuinely doing. How do you handle rejections? This is kind of easier said than done, but I always remind myself whenever I'm facing rejection or failure, rejection is redirection. If you're getting rejected from something, it wasn't meant for you and something else will be coming your way. Maybe not right away, but everything that happens to you ends up working out for you. So if you get rejected from something, just know that's because it wasn't meant for you and you just have to trust that and really believe that and for me whenever I face failure or rejection I just tell myself that usually it has nothing to do with me and maybe it's just not meant for me right now and maybe now is not the time do you ever find yourself missing school I'm pre-med so I have a ton of head of me it's funny you ask that because I don't actively miss school. I don't wake up every day and I'm like, oh, I wish I had to go to school. Do I miss waking up early and having homework to do? Absolutely not. However, there are aspects that I miss. For example, just being around people my age. I feel like having peers around me is something I really miss because sometimes my job can feel very isolating and it's not like I have coworkers really or anything. So I do miss that aspect. And in a way, I honestly miss the aspect of having a routine and having something I have to show up to, especially working for myself now. If I don't create a routine for myself and I don't force myself to stick to that, then nothing gets done. And I kind of miss that sometimes of having to show up somewhere. And also I do miss learning things. I love learning things. I love knowing things. I love having knowledge and learning is such a privilege and education is such a privilege. And I know I can do that on my own. So that's why I try to read. I read like self-help books and stuff. And I like to learn about different things, but I don't actively feel like I'm learning as much as I used to given the stuff that I was learning in high school. Do I use it now? Do I even remember anything? No. However, I feel like in college, it's a little bit different because you're learning about subjects you actually want to learn about since you're learning about your major. 
but I do miss that. And I know that that's something that I can do on my own. However, I kind of just miss the structure of it all. And I'm not writing off school forever. I have seen questions about that if I plan on continuing college or what even is going on with that. My whole thing. So I was doing a certificate program where I was going to get a certificate in digital marketing and I'm not writing that off forever. But right now I don't feel like it's the right time for me because there's other things I want to pour into and focus on. And I definitely want to strike while the iron is hot with my whole career and I really feel like right now wouldn't be the right time for me to spread myself thin trying to do all that and plus the last time I was in classes which I think was two years oh my I honestly don't know when the last time I took a class was it might be a year and a half ago I think it was maybe even during quarantine so 2020 was the last time I was enrolled in classes I haven't full-on quit There is a part of me that really just wants to finish the certificate at some point. I just don't know when, but there is a point in my digital marketing classes where I feel like I wasn't learning anything new and it got to a point where the professor was asking me stuff since I'm kind of in the field and especially like influencer marketing is so new and my professor knew that that's what I did and had this whole business running and so he would be asking me questions, which I thought I was like, ah, I don't know if I'm really getting anything out of this or get not, I don't want to say not getting anything out of it because I definitely did, but I just wasn't getting as much out of it as I was putting into it time-wise. And so I really want to pour that time into growing my business and being successful at this. And for me, I just really want to be a hundred percent in this and not spread myself too thin and give this 60% and give school 40%. I really want to, whenever I do something, I want to do it well. And I feel like right now with the different things on my plate, I wouldn't really be able to do that. So that's kind of my plan with that. But yeah, there's aspects of school that I miss, but not not in its entirety. <laughs> Where is your next travel destination? So I already told you guys about the island hopping trip I have coming up, but in mid-May or mid April. I'm leaving on a two-week trip to a country I've never been to before. This year has been such a blessing. I feel like I've been going to such cool places and new places, which is so cool, but I'm going on a two-week work trip that's also going to be super fun, and it's to work on a project and shoot that project in... I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but you'll find out very soon. However, I'm so excited. I'll give you a hint. It's in a different hemisphere, (laughs) so that's, that's coming up. Very excited. But I'm not going to lie, sometimes longer trips like that make me a little antsy just because I feel like a one-week trip I can do, but two weeks just feels very long. It makes me a little anxious to be that far away from home for so long. The time difference is also crazy because it's like a day ahead, I think. So I'm a little a little stressed about that. I'm more so excited and I'm super grateful to have the opportunity to go, but there's a part of me, the homebody part of me that is like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be away from my routines and from everyone I know for two weeks, which is kind of a long time. I'm going to be working out there, which uh, is just a lot of different things that I'm like thinking about, but mostly excited. I'll, I'll deal with, you know what? I feel like the stress is just me thinking about the what ifs. So I just got to think of the what is like I talked about in the beginning of this episode. I'm not going to freak myself out about stuff that hasn't happened yet. I'm very excited, but yeah, sometimes I get travel anxiety, which I'm trying to work on. I don't know why I always feel like that, but I always kind of feel anxious when I leave. Even when I'm at the airport, I will, I've like, I'm notorious for sobbing at the airport because I'm sad to leave and I'm kind of just anxious about it. I don't really know. I'm trying to figure that out, but anyway, (laughs) moving on. What's a piece of advice that someone told you and it changed your life? The first thing that comes to my mind, nothing changes if nothing changes. 
You can be all this talk about what you want out of your life, what what you want out of certain things, what you want to achieve, your dreams, but nothing changes if nothing changes. If you don't take action to do certain things or do anything, nothing's going to change. Things aren't just going to happen like that. You kind of have to make it happen and create the life that you want because it doesn't get created for you if that makes sense. But that really resonated with me because I was like, wow, I can be all this talk about things I want to achieve, but nothing's going to change if nothing changes. How do you stay motivated? (laughs) Ha ha, funny question because I don't. And a lot of the times I'm forcing myself to do things. And I've talked about this before, but it really comes down to discipline, not motivation, because motivation will come and go. If anything, I feel like I'm never motivated to do stuff initially, but it's once I start doing them and my discipline takes me there, then I'm motivated to keep doing it. But motivation doesn't really come out of thin air. But however, when I do want to feel inspired to do something, when I'm really needing that extra kick, I feel like I'll look to other people who are doing what I want to do. For example, say I want to have a productive day and get all these things done, but I'm not feeling motivated to do it. Sometimes even just listening to a productivity podcast or watching productivity vlogs on YouTube will really do the trick for me because I'm like if they can do it why can't I and it just motivates me to see someone else doing it but honestly motivation comes and goes if you really want something you just have to make promises to yourself and not break them and the more you keep your promises to yourself the more confidence you end up building because if you constantly are telling yourself that you're going to do something you don't end up doing it it's like breaking little promises to you and that eats away at your confidence but In turn, if you keep the promises you make to yourself, it builds confidence. And the more you do something, I feel like the more motivated you are to continue doing it because you're already in a flow state. So I try to get in that state of flow by just starting, even if I'm not motivated to do it, because I know usually motivation will come along with just starting. And with that, those are all the questions I'm going to answer today. I hope you enjoyed listening. Hope you maybe learned something new about me. If you feel like it and you have the time, I would really appreciate if you left a little review on the Apple podcast app or even just rating it five stars on Spotify. Whatever you feel like doing, I would really appreciate. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And that was everything on my mind.